top leaders at the Defense Department and National Background Investigations Bureau say they're working daily and almost hourly to plan for the inevitable transfer of the government-wide security clearance portfolio from the Office of Personnel Management to the Pentagon. DOD says it doesn't want the transfer to reverse any of the progress that NBIB has made to cut that backlog of pending investigations. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to discuss the latest in this planning for the transfer. And at some point, I guess they have to pull the trigger. But what are they doing to get to the point where they feel like they can do so? Well, just to remind you, they themselves cannot pull the trigger. That must come from President Donald Trump, who has not yet signed an executive order that would officially authorize this transfer. So in the meantime, they're doing as much as they possibly can and that is planning, planning, planning for this transfer. And they've, they're have they working together on a step-by-step blueprint of what this will look like. Uh, they've, interestingly enough, actually asked for some advice from mergers and integration experts uh, to get a better sense of how this might work for them. And they've been working to integrate some of the senior staff at NBIB into the Defense Security Service, which is ultimately the entity that's going to be, you know, pretty much handling the majority of this at the Pentagon. Dan Payne is the director of the Defense Security Service. Below the senior staff levels, I know that employees of both agencies are concerned about their jobs, their duty locations, their chains of command. I am committed to minimizing the disruption to both field workforces Uh, the people on the ground doing the work and accomplishing our mission. I think our approach will do just that. Uh, However, let me be clear. This transfer is incredibly complex. We are integrating two organizations into DSS while simultaneously automating and changing operational processes and procedures. That's Dan Payne. He's the director of the Defense Security Service. And like he mentioned, a lot of uh, moving parts that are going to go into this transfer. that will probably it... spend two weeks arguing about parking spaces. Perhaps, yeah. And, you know, I think he is pointing out that there are a lot of unanswered questions still about this. And one of the things that Payne and also Gary Reed, who's the executive director of Defense Intelligence, were trying to do is really just convince lawmakers that these two agencies are working together on this. This hasn't always been a symbiotic relationship between the two, but that's what he's trying to do here. Here's Gary Reid. Congressman, you mentioned, and we've heard it often, that there's some skepticism that we're able to do this. I can only tell you that we have the support from the highest levels within our department, from the secretary and the deputy secretary, and my boss, the undersecretary, uh, the chief management officer and many other principals within the Pentagon are focused on this issue. We have strong support from OMB, uh, from Ms. Weikert, who's also the acting OPM director, to help this through, from our executive agent offices at the DNI and at OPM. We are all pulling on this rope together. We're all cognizant of the significant challenges ahead, and we're equal, equally cognizant of the necessity to do this mission on a daily basis. And we, we go into this uh, clear-eyed but understanding that it is a significant undertaking. It won't happen overnight. This will evolve over a period of months. And that's a earnest and somewhat nervous-sounding Gary Reed, Executive Director of Defense Intelligence. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, and assuming all of these wonderful moving parts can somehow be made to mesh, is there any timeline? Do we know when this is supposed to happen? No. <laughs> and the reason for that is is that this timeline has been pushed back and pushed back For several months now, I mean, we first reported that the Trump administration was interested in making this move back in April, and then it was June that the interest was 
um, publicized in the Trump administration's reorganization proposal. So the sentiment on the executive order is any day now, any day now. I have heard from a few different people that there may be a few more issues with the executive order. It may come out maybe after uh, the new year or close to the new year. So really, they can't merge these two entities on their own because they need this executive order to officially transfer the government-wide responsibility to the Defense Department. But they don't need an act of Congress to be able to do that. They don't need an act of Congress. And as we've reported previously, the Defense Department is very clear in saying that while they are planning on reorganizing and creating a new entity, which we believe will be called the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency, they can only move the things that they already have. They can't create a new entity, and that's why Congress won't need to get involved here. But Congress is nevertheless watching because they're looking and interested in the bigger issue, which is the clearance process itself. And I guess they have a lot of support from industry to do this, too, which can help maybe get this executive order greased on its skids a little bit. That's true. However, I would say that the interest in Congress is off and on. And this hearing only lasted 25 minutes. It was with the House Armed Services subcommittee votes interrupted and they just said, "Okay, well, we're not going to come back and we'll just have we'll submit questions for the record here. So there is interest, but I would say there could be perhaps more interest in this. All right. And uh, we talked about the security clearance backlog. What is the status of it? Is it still coming down in small increments? It is coming down in small incre- increments. And I think the National Background Invest- Investigations Bureau would say it's coming down in larger increments. It just dipped below 600,000. That's according to Charlie Phelan. It's down from the peak of 725,000 pending investigations back in April. So that's about a 17% decrease. And Phelan is very clear to point out that not all of that 600,000 are people physically waiting for security clearances. That number is more like 275,000, and a little less than half of them have been granted interim clearances. So that's a point that he is very eager to make. But they've done a lot of things, really, to make some progress on this. Here's Charlie Phelan. First, since our stand-up two years ago, we have worked to increase our federal and contractor workforce to recover the investigative capacity we lost in 2014. We have exceeded that goal. At the same time, we introduced and implemented business practices and process improvements to include enhancement of technology that has enabled more efficient use of our workforce. And as a result, we have reduced the pending field work in our inventory by about 45%, reducing the workload by more than 2 million hours in a year. To give you an idea of some of these processes, we are implementing robotic automation, robotic process automation, RPA, and deploy and have deployed about 20 bots so far to streamline the existing investigative processes. This effort will automate manual, time-intensive activities to increase productivity, reduce the waste, and improve our timeliness. We've also developed and implemented an approach to rapidly assess completed cases based on a predictive model to expedite case closure to all of our customers. That's Charlie Phelan. He's the director of the NBIB, talking about some of the improvements that his agency is making to the process itself. And when he says they are adding robotic process automation, or RPA, that kind of thing sounds like they're just putting on standard language peanut butter on a piece of cracker. But then when he said there are 20 bots running, then maybe there really is RPA going on there. Right. And I also think that this is part of an effort to really look at the whole security clearance process 
on its own and find ways that they can streamline it and tighten it up altogether. You know, those bots have to have security clearance. <laughs> I, I guess they probably do. But, you know, the Defense Department has said that, you know, they are working on their own because, to remind you, Tom, they have responsibility for their own security clearances now that they were granted that about a year ago now. And so Gary Reed, he mentioned that DOD has cut its own backlog by 20 percent since July. Now they're doing that mostly through continuous evaluation. And that is ultimately taking the place of periodic reinvestigations once every five or seven years or something like that. All right. So it's not a static or stagnant situation. It's just not moving as fast as anyone would want, but it's moving. It is moving, and I think that's evident with some of the progress that NBIV is making in the backlog, and they're pretty confident that they will bring it down to a more manageable level, although the transfer will be a part of that, and I think that's what Congress will be watching for in the coming months whenever we get that executive order. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out her story at (coughs) federalnewsnetwork.com. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.